Well, grace and peace, everybody. It's Pastor Leon Bloater welcoming you once again to the Pastor Cast. This is Pastor Cast number 61. 61 Pastor Cast. That's pretty awesome. Uh, we probably could have done a lot more, though. <laughs> we'll covenant to do some more. How about that? Uh, this particular podcast is part of a three-part series that is gleaned from a sermon that I preached recently. Um, it was part of a series called We Is Greater Than Me. Uh, together we can do more. And we're wrestling with the question, does the church still matter? Now, the passage of scripture that we were uh, reading from and teaching from comes to us from the book of Hebrews, a letter to, he the letter to the Hebrews is what it's called. Um, and the author of that letter was really trying to help the early Christians that he or she was writing to, to understand what it meant to be a true community. You know, what it meant to demonstrate that God mattered to them. That's something that you and I, as followers of Jesus, as people who are part of the church, that's what we need to be focused on. How do we become a community of faith that demonstrate that God matters to us, that the church matters to us, that this is a place where people can feel welcomed, even though they might struggle sometimes with the church with the capital C that within our local congregations they might be able to find a spiritual home and so that's what we'll be picking up it's part of the teaching from Hebrews chapter 12 and so uh, this podcast picks that up and carries it forward with some practical application I really hope you enjoy thanks for being here and the writer of Hebrews is calling upon them to understand that, that there's something that happens when they gather together. It's not just about experiencing the presence of Christ. That's the most important thing, but there are other things that happen as a result of experiencing the presence of the risen Christ when we gather together. There's something that happens with one another. And the writer of Hebrews is saying, we need to spur one another on by gathering. When we come together, we can offer encouragement because the Greek word for spur in that particular case means to encourage or to exhort or to imbue with boldness. That's the part of the definition that lit me up when I was studying this this week. Boldness. We need to give one another boldness. How amazing is that? Because when we gather together in the presence of the risen Christ, when we're engaged, when we believe the things that we say that we believe, when we're internalizing the fact that God matters, that Christ matters, that the Holy Spirit matters, that this gathering that we're gathered with matters, when it matters to us, when it lights us up, when we're enthusiastic, incredible things can happen. We not only experiencing or not only experience the presence of the risen Christ, we began to see that there are others who share that same feeling. We are gathered together with people that we can then give one another the boldness to be a prophetic witness and to be uh, the hands and feet of Christ to bring shalom out into the world and so the writer of Hebrews has this vision that's beautiful and amazing it's a community where fearless conversations and bold public witness informed the community's journey with Jesus together Fearless conversations, bold public witness. 
This is what it hap- this is what happens when we are together. So how do we do this? Like how do we take what the writer of Hebrews was trying to convey and how do we apply it within our own particular context? Because right now, like we said earlier, now more than ever we need together. These are challenging and trying times. And so these are the things that we need to address, that we need to start thinking through as a family of faith. If we is going to be greater than me, if we're going to show the world that the church matters to us, that all of this matters, that it not just matters to us individually, but it matters for every part of creation. And so these are the things that we need to address. First of all, when we is greater than me, questions and doubts are welcomed. Questions and doubts are welcomed. The interesting thing about doubts is that every single one of us has them. We all have questions as well. But for many of us, we assume that in church and our faith communities, that questions and doubts, you really shouldn't bring those up, right? You got to toe the party line. You got you to go along to get along, right? But that's not the kind of family of faith that I want to be a part of, and I'm sure that you want to be a part of as well. And it definitely was not the kind of family of faith that the writer of Hebrews was envisioning. This was a family of faith where it was okay to struggle. It was okay to ask questions. And it was okay to try to figure things out together, to listen to the voices of the apostles for sure, but to do this as a community. And so for you and I, what we need to know, and this is how we can combat those impressions of folks who are outside of the church who are saying, it doesn't look like this makes any difference to these people at all, whether they go to church or not, is that we need to be the kind of community of faith where questions and doubts are welcomed, that it is okay for you to have questions. It is okay for you to doubt The doubt doesn't mean that you don't have faith. In fact, doubt and faith go hand in hand. Doubt, as it's been said, I think by Paul Tillich, is the ants in the pants of faith. That it keeps you you moving, so to speak, right? The second thing is, if we is going to be greater than me, it is okay to not be okay. That you need to know that you're in a safe place, to be not okay. And I know that there's lots of folks uh, when it comes to being a part of a family of faith, when it comes to being in church, and some of y'all, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You get up, you, back in the day when we used to come to worship services, everybody would come and gather. I mean, y'all would be fighting in the car before you got here, yelling at the kids, mad at each other, and you, you park the car and you walk out and have to slap on the happy face, right? You know, so all these things might be going on in your life, and it feels like sometimes to be a part of a family of faith, you have to always be okay. It is okay not to be okay sometimes. It's okay to be able to say, I'm not okay. You know, mental health is something that a lot of faith communities don't want to talk about, but it is a very real thing for so many of us. 
And so I want to tell you right now that if you want to be a part of a family of faith that where we is greater than me, then in our church, this is going to be a value for us that it is okay not to be okay. And you can be honest and you can be real and you can know that there are people who will walk with you through whatever you have to walk through. And this as well, when we is greater than me, there is space for fearless conversations that we cannot be afraid of having fearless conversations about really big issues. That we cannot be afraid to talk about the things that a lot of communities of faith are afraid to talk about because they're afraid of where it might lead them. They're afraid of where these conversations might go. But we wanna be able to have fearless conversations about the big issues of our day, about issues of justice and equality and inclusion. We want to be able to have those conversations in a way where we speak the truth and love to one another, where we can find common ground and where we can find a way forward as we learn more deeply what it means to love God and to love everybody. Because we want to be the kind of family of faith where there is a big table set for everyone and where you don't have to be afraid of the conversation around the table. And finally, when we is greater than me, we don't quit on our community. Now, I know that this might be a little bit challenging for some folks, but here's the news. It's been very easy over the past 17 months to check out, to just decide, you know what, I'm just going to hold on until we go back to in-person worship, or I'm just not, or maybe you got to a point where you checked out of watching online, you checked out of being engaged in your community of faith, and you realized, man, I seem to be doing all right. Or maybe there are things within your faith community, or maybe there are things within this particular family of faith in Shepherd of the Hills um, that you struggle with. You're not sure whether you are in line with, with what we're saying or where we're going or how we do particular things. I'm going to tell you something. There is no perfect church. If you're searching for a perfect church, you better wait until after all this is over with and we're, we're together with God in God's presence. Because I'm telling you, that's the only perfect kind of church that you're ever going to experience. No church is perfect. And I'll tell you why. Because it's full of us. <laughs> and I don't know if you've noticed, but we are less than perfect, right? And so the way that we do this is we do it together, that we don't quit on our community, that we engage, that we bring our gifts, that we come together, that we, we make sure that, that we're going to be hanging with our family of faith through bad times, and good times through thick and thin. It has been a challenging season and we need to come together. We're gonna to be meeting in person, we're gonna be doing all the things, right? It's coming up. But I wanna challenge you as friends and members of Shepherd of the Hills that this is a time in our culture and our life where the world needs to know that this matters to us that we need to live this. We need to live in such a way where people say, I want what they have. That's something that I don't have in my life, that I want that kind of experience. What is it that makes you the way that you are? 
and for you to be able to have the boldness to share. This is my story. This is my journey. This is my church. Now, more than ever, friends, we need together. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us for this Pastor Cast, everybody. I do hope that some of the things that we learned today uh, we'll all be able to take to heart as we seek to create communities of faith where people can find spiritual homes, even though uh, they might not be all that enamored with church, with a capital C, as I said earlier. They might find a spiritual home within our local congregations, and that is up to you and me. Well, thanks again for being here for the Pastor Cast. We're going to have more, I promise. I promise we'll have more Pastor Cast coming up. We'll do them on a regular basis. And I look forward to that time uh, when we'll be joining together once again. I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay safe, take care of yourselves and one another, and be blessed. Bye-bye.